This is Don't Give Up with Tully Brash. Welcome to the Creative Zone podcast. My name is Tully Brash. I'm an actress, speaker, meditation guide, and facilitator. This is a podcast for creatives to get into the zone, to feel at peace, at home, and free to be the real you. Each week, we bring you inspiring insights, conversations, stories, meditations, and other tools to help free your creative life force. My hope is that this podcast will strengthen your connection with your inner voice and feel confident to share your gifts with the world. Hey, it's Tully. Thank you for tuning into this episode today. If it's your first time here, welcome. Welcome to this creative space. And if you are a regular listener who tunes in most weeks, I thank you and so, so appreciate you coming on this journey with me. I um, am really proud of this podcast and the community that's growing. Um, I was counting the amount of interviews and episodes the other day and just had this feeling of like, I you know, that consistency of just showing up. It's something that I always dreamed of. It's something that I really struggled with as a creative person my whole life. I could never find consistency with anything. So I would like do something and go full out and I would just explode with this like enthusiasm and energy and then I would crash. So for me, the podcast and creating the podcast was about a partly like to share tools and insights and personal stories and invite people to share their own experiences about how they connect to their creativity and how they free their creative expression and feel more in a confidence and a connection to their inner voice. And, um, and then it was, you know, my promise or my dedication was to show up every week, was to show up and have an episode every week released out. And so it's, yeah, it's been a really beautiful journey and I'm so grateful to everyone who listens in and who sends messages to me on Instagram, um, letting me know what resonated for you. I really, really love hearing from you and appreciate it. So, um, please feel free to reach out, um, and let me know how you feel, how you go. Uh, if there are any topics as well that you'd like me to share about or to cover, please let me know. Feel free to send me a message at Tully Brash on Instagram. And if you haven't already, if you can just take a moment to leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts, it really helps to support the podcast and to grow the podcast. Um, if you are someone who has a podcast and you get the amount of work and time that goes into the podcast, um, and that it's, you're not paid for it, like just to have, you know, a rating and review helps to grow the awareness of it. And so if you could take a minute, I really appreciate it. Okay. So I was on my morning walk this morning and this song came on my playlist, the new radicals song, uh, you've got the music in you. Don't give up. You got the dream. Don't give up. And I was like, just like, I had this moment when I was walking after having done a personal training session this morning, which 
that's my dog snoring in the background. Um, I had a personal training session this morning, which again is another thing that I committed to a few months ago after pinching a nerve in my back and was flat for four days, um, that my body needed some care. And I had spent a lot of time taking care of my mental health and investing in that, but my physical health and my physical body was like pretty much screaming out for something to change. Cause I literally had just, uh, reached under my desk um, and twisted and pinched a nerve in my back. And then I was flat for four days and couldn't move or walk. So ever since then, we manifested a beautiful um, personal trainer to work with. And I've been going every week for a few months now. I don't know exactly how long it is. Um, and twice a week have been going and showing up. And even when I've been a bit scared or a little bit not feeling like I have that much energy. Like I just actually look forward to that feeling now of showing up and doing it and feeling this slow growth that's happening. Like when I first went, because I just hurt my back, I couldn't really do much. And I was literally lying on the floor, kind of stretching and going really gently. And then it was like building up to slowly doing some weights. And so I had some weights at home as well. So in between the personal training sessions, I was using my two kilo weights and legit felt like that was, you know, doing something, stretching something in my body that my body wasn't used to. And this morning after a few months, I was using six kilo weights and doing like quite a few rounds of sets of 12 and then in between every round of the weights uh you know it was like 12 squats times I don't know how many times we did it maybe like eight times this morning I did rounds of 12 squats I'm not explaining it very clearly but anyway the moral of the story is that I hadn't I couldn't do that a few months ago and I couldn't I couldn't even do 10 squats um a few months ago. So it felt really good. And then I was on my walk this morning and that song came up, like, don't give up. And it kind of took me back. Like I just had this flashback of a time where I really had given up and a time where my mindset and my internal dialogue was very deflated and very depressed and very fearful and anxious that I was never going to create or achieve the things that I wanted to create. And it just felt like a big black hole, uh, and I couldn't see a way out. And so I don't know if you like who needs to hear this today, but I guess it's a message that I would like have loved to have heard back when I was feeling really stuck and really down and really depleted that there is always hope. And I know that it's cliche of like, you know, don't give up. And, but I think if, even if you have given up, like, even if you're, I think, I think for me, and I'll, I'll just speak for my own personal experiences. I, 
part of what has helped me get to where I am now is the fact that I got to a point where I was so surrendered and I, and I gave up, like I was living a life that was so controlled and, uh, I was so afraid and I was anxious and I was kind of driven by this fear and it actually took for me to reach a rock bottom in order to then rebuild and in order to let go of the way that I was doing things and open to a new way because, and I've heard it been said to me quite a few times, like the definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over and expecting a different result. And I felt that I felt like I was doing things in a way that I would you know, do it the same way again and again, thinking something different would happen and it wouldn't. And, you know, I, I just got to a place where I was so burnt out and I was so down in myself and I did, like I, I actually did give up in the sense that of, that I was like, if I never come back to this, like maybe I've just completely failed. I like stopped running my business and I, and I had this like ego death of feeling like I'd absolutely failed, that I couldn't create something sustainable um, and that it was just, you know, it was good for a while it was going and then that's it. And it was like, yeah, it was like a death and I really had to let go of it and grieved it and learnt and I guess rebuilt a form of being able to love myself without having all those external successes and all those things happening. And the more that I've built consistency in my life, and I've spoken about this before on the podcast as well, but the more I've slowly and gently brought in consistency of things that really ground me and really fill me up, it's then rippled out into the things I'm creating. And I think as a creator and as a creative person, and I speak to a lot of creative people about their processes and how they navigate their creativity, you know, there, there isn't like, um, this sort of timeline of perfect consistency that happens with ideas or, you know, you, it comes in waves and it comes in spurts and, and blasts and you know sometimes you get like a whole heap of ideas and then sometimes it'll be like nothing and sometimes it'll be like I want to post all the things today because it's all coming through now and sometimes it comes <laughs> randomly and anyway so what I'm saying is that the timeline or the way in which creativity flows doesn't always flow in a way that you can like just go to the gym and show up to it and it's kind of there every like the machines are there every time creativity you can show up to it and it's sometimes you feel blocked sometimes you feel really open um it can be quite different every time so I guess I want to share just some ways and some tools as to how you can come to find consistency with your creativity and with keeping your channel open and taking care of it and then closing it when you need to as well. And these are just some of the things that I do as a creative uh, to navigate, you know, having those bursts and 
then crashing and really like moving from one extreme to the next. So I guess building in routine into my daily practice has given me a way to feel grounded and less living in those extremes. So every morning I wake up and I sleep with my phone on airplane mode and I wake up and I turn on my phone and the first thing that I go to is my Insight Timer app and I use the timer in that app and I listen to, um, I've got in a Google Drive folder some recorded meditations that I've bought from Joe Dispenza and I put that on and listen to that and I just literally just put my headphones in and I sit up and I kind of catch myself doing that now before any thoughts come in, before any, I'm, I'm not thinking about the day yet, I'm not looking at my calendar, I'm not looking at messages, I'm not looking at anything. Um, it's like the discipline is inside timer, put the timer on, listen to the track. And I literally just sit up in my bed, half asleep, put the headphones in and go. And I've let go of outcomes as well with meditation. Like I figure that if I just sit there and just have my eyes closed, and even if I'm tuning in and out of consciousness, (laughs) or even if I'm tuning in and out of um, visualizing the things that he's saying, or like just me sitting there and closing my eyes and taking that time because meditations are quite long as well. So just taking that time like is enough. Like it doesn't have to be more. It doesn't have to be goal driven. It's just sitting there and giving myself that time is enough. And then I wake up, I get, sorry, I get out of bed, brush my teeth, get dressed. And I will then take the dogs for a walk. And whether you have pets or you don't have pets, like, again, I don't set myself any goals of like, I've got to walk five kilometers or I've got to hit this many steps or I've got to go for half an hour or an hour. And again, I don't force myself to do anything that's not going to make me enjoy it or want to do it. So I just go get in the car with them. Even if I do just a 20 minute walk, listen to a podcast, play some music. It's just I and I go pretty much to the same park every morning as well and my body knows it and I just get there and I just feel this sense of like we're here we know this we know the drill don't have to think about it it's just do it and then I get home and I make myself a big breakfast and I know that you know not everyone has a luxury to do this necessarily but like I wake up extra early so that I can fit all these things in. And what it gives me for the rest of the day is a sense of feeling grounded and that I can then show up to other things, other things that might feel challenging or might feel outside of my comfort zone. Or if I have a huge to-do list, or if I want to write something or create something, the beginning of my day, if it's frantic, chaotic, ungrounded, pretty much guaranteed the rest of my day is going to be that as well, like 100%. And I actually haven't felt that for a long time because I consistently now have this morning routine that's really 
literally the same every day. And even the food that I eat in the morning, I do, just in case you want to know, I do eggs and baked beans and bacon and um, you know, I'll always do some like fresh greens. So if it's like kale or spinach or Brussels sprouts or something green, um, I have sauerkraut in every meal, every breakfast. Um, and, and I'll make a smoothie or, um, I always, and I always have like a, a dandy chai with some soy milk and honey, like literally every morning. And, these are just things that I do to anchor in the sensitivity as an artist, as a creative, the openness that my channel can have, the mindset to support me throughout the day. Because if I can show up for myself when no one's watching, when no one's applauding and love myself in nurturing my body, my mind and my spirit, then when I go to create those things and when I go to create my art or anything, anything that you create in the day, it's working on your business, um, putting out a workshop, like whatever it is, you can take and, and create from a place of already being full. And I think what I realized when I look back and I look back to that time that I was really down and depleted was that I was giving so much and it was coming from a place of not, not all the time, but there were, when I started feeling more and more burnt out, I was giving from like a really empty tank. And I know that in my family of origin as well, what I've come to learn is that like I was taught by women who came before me uh, that you were meant to look after people, other people before you looked after yourself, that it was selfish to take care of yourself. Um, so that when someone explained to me was martyrdom was like such a confronting thing to face in the mirror that, you know, putting on that act of, you know, I'm taking care of everyone else and making sure everyone else is happy. Like that, that is actually not a healthy way of being. I am. Um, and having, you know, tried that for so many years or, or just done that to the point that I crashed and burned and broke down, it was like, okay, well, there's, there's, there's something here to learn. There's something here to grow from that and form an, a new way. And I used to think that finding that level of consistency and same thing every month, like I used to think that that would be quite boring and not so enjoyable. And I have to say that I really, really love it. And I am returning to creating, um, working on launching a new program and workshops and uh, more and more coaching and and I'm just watching that desire to want to like go into the um, bursts of oh maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do that and 
And just anytime I feel that now, I just return to let's just show up to the thing that we said we were going to show up to and keep going and not giving up on that thing because it it doesn't feel as exciting today or it doesn't feel as like, ooh, but what about this thing? Um, and if you're in a place or wherever you're at in your creative process or journey or if you're creating something or you're not creating something or you want to create something, you don't know what to create, wherever you're at, I guess I just wanted to impart this message today of not losing hope. Like, don't give up on what it is that you want to create. And whether that's like going to the gym or um, getting healthier or taking care of your mental health or creating, writing a book or publishing, you know, a journal or starting a podcast or painting, you know, creating an exhibition, like whatever it is, starting a new sport. Don't give up. Don't give up on what you're being called to. Don't give up on what you feel drawn to because there's a reason that you feel drawn to it. And I'm definitely not saying that you need to hit a rock bottom in order to then find the consistency and to make those changes. For me, I guess looking back, like that was part of my journey was to have that real clean slate and nothingness to also learn and rebuild my self-worth and self-esteem that it wasn't as like reliant on what I create equals my valid, how, how worthy and how valid my creations are and, and that it was so tied into my own identity. Um, you know, when, when I hear, uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and and this artist was talking about her work and she was like, yeah, my work is da, 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 da. And I was like, we don't learn that uh, as actors as much. Uh, my background is in acting. I was like, I didn't learn that because as an actor, you have to use your body. It's your voice. It's your mind. It's like not necessarily something outside of yourself that you're producing or creating. Um, but it really hit me and it really struck me that yesterday listening to this artist because she was like her paintings were something outside of herself and she was like that's my work that's my work and part of what I'm really passionate about is and when I work with people in coaching and through the program is to create separation between you and your inner voices because often they're so ingrained and they're so entwined and all twisted up and it's all internally quite messy. And therefore, when our internal system is quite messy, uh, our external world can be as well. So the, there's not a lot of separation between our work and who we are or in our relationships as well. There can be a lot of codependency. And so when we navigate our internal system, of coming to understand the different parts of ourselves, of integrating all the different parts of ourselves and having them co-create like, and co-live and exist in a healthy, functional way, then too in our external world we can also have healthy boundaries, dynamics in relationships with our work, with all different aspects of our lives. And this is something that has 
come through for me time and time again, the more that I have done the inner work of coming to know the different parts of the self. Uh, There are 12 now that I work with with people. And seeing the integration that happens after having expressed these different parts and really coming to understand who you are, there's less room than to give up and there's less room than to sabotage because you're more anchored in your true voice leading the way, in your true self leading the way. So even now when I have self-doubt come in or if I have thoughts or sabotage patterns that slowly rear themselves, I can come back a lot more quicker because A, I've got consistent practices in my daily life that keep me grounded in more of my true self. And then I also have the awareness of knowing the different parts of myself and how they show up. And so when I see them, I'm then able to take action and take steps to ensure that I arrive back in Tully's voice and Tully leading the way, um, which brings more peace and makes my creations and my life just feel more in balance. And my hope for you today and listening to this episode is that wherever you're at and whatever you are navigating in yourself at the moment, that you don't lose hope, however clear or unclear it feels, that you don't give up, that you wake up tomorrow and take one small tiny step towards what it is that you love or what it is that feels that combination of maybe a little bit scary but a little bit exciting but take the step. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to sharing more with you in the weeks to come. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Creative Zone podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And before you go, if you could leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you haven't already subscribed to my newsletter, I will be sharing some updates and upcoming events um, with some more information about the voices of program coming up and other workshops so subscribe and you'll receive a free meditation as well and if you could share this episode with a friend as well who may need to hear it today always love spreading the message of hope and freedom in your creative expression and inner confidence is what we're all about here on the creative zone podcast so thank you so much for listening and much love to you